IUL is the dream miracle solution for a myriad of financial goals. Next on Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio with New York Times best-selling author and your host, Doug Andrew. This is Doug Andrew speaking to you, our incredible national audience, from our three-dimensional wealth studios nestled at the base of the majestic Rocky Mountains. This show is about empowering you, people, and organizations that want to optimize their assets, minimize taxes, and empower their authentic wealth. Well, folks, uh, this is my 15th year of airing this weekly radio show. And it comes to a conclusion this week. Uh, It's been wonderful, and I appreciate the tremendous receptivity by my listeners. Uh, I've met many of you at our educational events. I will continue to speak and teach, and the best way to stay in touch with me is on my YouTube channel. Uh, I've mentioned now for several years, I have a YouTube channel. It's called Three, the number Three Dimensional Wealth. It's free when you subscribe, and I have um, nearly 1,200 educational videos. I post uh, 12 new educational videos every single month and uh, about 60 uh, shorts or what are called reels that are just less than 60 second uh, drop in your lap of the practical essence of a, of a particular strategy. So please uh, stay in touch with me, Uh, but we have decided that uh, that is a better way to reach out uh, with uh, numerous uh, ways on YouTube uh, so that when people type in questions on YouTube, they can get the answers instead of having to be tuned in, particularly uh, during my radio show. And so uh, it is with a sort of sadness that this is my last radio show broadcast in the foreseeable future. But uh, I want to deliver some very powerful messages uh, to you uh, today. And uh, one segment is not really even about finances. Uh, My wife and I have uh, been married now 50 years. We're celebrating our 50th wedding anniversary. And I'm going to give you 10 secrets to how uh, we have been happily married now for 50 years and how we came together on all kinds of subjects, including finance and money. So, uh, but in this first segment, I talked about IUL being the dream solution. Now, if you've listened to me much on uh, this radio show, uh, you probably figured out that one of my favorite financial vehicles uh, for all kinds of long-term goals is a max-funded indexed universal life insurance contract. If it's structured correctly and funded properly, it is deemed what I call a LASER fund. Now, LASER is an acronym that stands for Liquid Asset Safely Earning Returns. And so, uh, once you understand how to uh, structure one correctly, and frankly, very few financial advisors know how to do this, um, I have uh, trained over 5,000 advisors, and unfortunately, uh, only about 10% of them have successfully passed a proficiency exam through the years to prove that they know how to do this correctly. But when you do it correctly, it is like incredible. It knocks the socks off of a traditional IRA or 401k or even a Roth IRA or 401k for tax-free accumulation of your money, tax-free access so that you can turn on tax-free income uh, that will last as long as you do. 
Uh, I'm talking about every million dollars that you accumulate, uh, that it can generate a 10% payout, uh, $100,000 a year of tax-free income. If you retired at age 65, if you live to be 120, based on actual historical performance, based upon uh, property diversifying and rebalancing with your indexed universal life. And so I call it the miracle solution. In fact, when I speak to audiences, many times I'll say, what would you call something that you put money into? And uh, it grows uh, tax-free. And uh, it earns rates of return averaging, you know, 7 to 10%. But if you rebalance and diversify, uh, 11 and 14% rates of return are very common. And some years, uh, basically when we have opportunities, when there's anxiety, there's opportunity. Uh, you can earn rates of return as much as 25%, 61.33%. Uh, even 158%, which many of our clients actually realized uh, from March of 2020 because of the COVID-19 pandemic to March of 2021. And so this is a vehicle that I have used for years to help people uh, accumulate their money tax-free under Section 72E of the Internal Revenue Code and then be able to turn on tax-free income. But if you're a business owner, you can access your money tax-free as many times as you want you don't have to wait till you're 59 and a half or anything like that. It's not a qualified plan uh, for working capital for business if you want to become your own banker. So uh, for retirement, uh, IRAs and 401ks, unfortunately, are only tax deferred. And a lot of people get duped, I think, into putting money into those because they're told, oh, you'll likely be in a lower tax bracket when you retire. So defer, defer, defer. To what? To some future perceived unknown advantage and then... Uh, most savers, when they hit retirement, uh, if you uh, accumulate any type of a respectable retirement nest egg, I can assure you, you're not going to be in a lower tax bracket uh, because uh, most Americans uh, pay off their homes. Uh, if they had a business, they sell their business in the golden years. The kids are gone. Or if they move back in, you can't deduct them anymore. Uh, you're not contributing money to IRAs or 401ks in retirement. You don't have those deductions anymore. On and on and on. And plus, we have irresponsible government spending and the printing of money. And so most people agree that taxes in the future will likely be higher, substantially higher. So why would you want to postpone or defer or procrastinate paying tax to some future perceived unknown advantage? Yeah, that's not smart. Uh, smart people usually convert at the least to a Roth. But if you've heard me on this show uh, for the last 15 years, I will say again and again, I've never owned an IRA or 401k. Yep, never will. I've never owned a Roth IRA or 401k. Never will. Why would I mess around with those when I can have something that's far superior to that? Uh, because a max-funded indexed insurance contract accumulates your money tax-free. You can access the money tax-free. And uh, when you ultimately die, anything you leave behind blossoms, increases in value, and transfers tax-free. There's not a Roth around that will do that. Plus, Roths don't allow you to participate when the market goes up, but when the market goes down, you don't lose. Because an IUL is not money invested in the market. It is linked to the market. And I'll talk about that here in a future segment in today's show. But not only for retirement is it the superior vehicle, but as I mentioned, many business owners use max-funded IUL as a working capital account. 
Uh, many real estate investors, uh, this is where they put their money. Instead of putting big down payments on their real estate investments, uh, they keep that money liquid and safe like I do into a portfolio of indexed insurance contracts where it's liquid safe earning a rate of return that frankly uh, I, is 300% more than the net cost of borrowing money on a mortgage on those properties. What am I talking about? Uh, many times I borrow money on real estate at 4.5% interest, tax deductible. In a 33% tax bracket, it doesn't cost me forty-five grand on every million dollars of mortgage debt uh, because I get to write that off. Uh, the, the net uh, cost to me is uh, only 30000 not 45000 because I save 15000 in tax. So my net cost of using OPM, that means other people's money, uh, like banks and credit unions do, is, is 3%. On every million, I gladly pay 30000 a year in interest because on that million that is not trapped in the real estate or in the business or whatever, uh, is earning uh, 9, 10, 11, or 12%. Let's just use 9%. 90 grand. How much more is 90,000 than 30,000? Three times, 300% more. This is how money works. And so for working capital, for business, for real estate management, for emergency funds, do you know where banks and credit unions uh, disclosed in 2008, they have 30 to 40% of their tier one assets for liquidity and safety uh, in case there's a run on their bank in multi-trillion dollar insurance companies uh, where they pay you 1% and they turn around and make 5% or higher. How much more is five than one? That's 500% more. And so why would you mess around with money in a bank or credit union uh, for an emergency fund when the banks are putting your money into insurance companies? Just bypass the middleman because you can access your money within 48, 72 hours or whatever. Most emergencies can wait that long. Uh, if you're a school teacher, firefighter, police officer, uh, don't uh, retire and take the state's uh, you know, survivor benefit. You give up uh, maybe 1500 a month so that your spouse can continue to uh, get your pension if you die. But what if your spouse dies before you? You can't remarry and name your new spouse as a beneficiary. Uh, that is ridiculous. Take the maximum no survivor benefit when you retire as a school teacher. Take the differential and put it into a max funded IUL and you'll have all kinds of flexibility, way more return and you'll leave behind way more. And it doesn't matter if your spouse predeceases you because you can remarry or you can make sure that money goes to your new spouse or to your children or grandchildren. The state will not do that. Is this making sense? If you want to understand how and why Max Funded IUL is the dream miracle solution. When I ask people, what would you call something you put money into and it accumulates tax-free? You can access your money tax-free. Uh, it'll last until you're 120 when you die at Blossoms. What do you call that? They say, a miracle. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. My wife, Sherry, and I are celebrating our 50th wedding anniversary. Welcome back. This is Doug Andrew, uh, Three Dimensional Wealth Radio. Now, you may be wondering, I thought this was a financial show. Yes, it is, but it's more than that. It's about optimizing your assets, all of your assets. And uh, what's more important than your relationships, your family, your spouse, as it relates to even uh, money, okay? 
So recently I was asked to write a foreword uh, to a book that uh, a, a couple of incredible financial advisors are about to release that I've been mentoring, uh, Leon and Delana Elliott. And uh, the, the title of this book is The Power of Oneness, uh, Winning in Marriage and Money. And I realize that uh, a lot of marriages fail or end up in divorce uh, because of money. So uh, I wanted to dedicate this segment uh, to answering a question that I've been asked numerous times. Doug, uh, what is the secret to being happily married, uh, being compatible now for 50 years? Yeah, it's, it's been like heaven on earth. Uh, that does not mean we haven't had setbacks, challenges, uh, frustrations. Uh, my wife um, has technically passed away three times and come back. She's had half of her liver removed and didn't regenerate. She's had a large colidocal cyst the size of a football meshed between her liver and pancreas. But through all of the health setbacks, uh, we learned some tremendous lessons that brought us closer together. And... Uh, <clears throat> We have had financial setbacks. Many of you have heard me talk about uh, back in 1982, one of the greatest lessons I learned was when uh, I found myself without an income for nine months because somebody above us in the company we were with was uh, dishonest, embezzled money. And while they investigated him, three of us had our incomes frozen and all three of us lost our homes in foreclosure. And uh, one of my greatest lessons uh, that I learned is that money uh, or equity tied up in real estate is not liquid. It's not safe uh, during recessions. Uh, you can lose your money, and it, it does not earn a rate of return. Uh, and so I have kept my money separated from uh, those assets in a position of liquidity, safety, earning predictable rates of return. So, yes, uh, in our 50 years of marriage, it doesn't mean everything has been just blissful day in and day out. Uh, we've been through thick and thin, but in actuality, it's because we came together in a common uh, focus to make things work. So I'm going to give you 10 suggestions for a happy, fulfilling marriage. Uh, I have been blessed to have um, performed many marriage ceremonies. And at the end of the ceremony, I gift the couple uh, a sheet that has these 10 suggestions on it, okay? Are you ready? Number one, bear one another's burdens. Be supportive of one another. Don't just go halfway. Sometimes people say it's a 50-50 proposition. I know Zig Ziglar used to say it's a 100%, 100% proposition. Look for ways to help your mate. Number two, be a cheerleader for each other in public and among your close friends. When someone compliments your spouse uh, or says to you, oh, your spouse this, don't say, oh, uh, he or she is all right. Say, that's the very reason I fell deeply in love with him or her. Brag on your spouse in front of people, okay? Suggestion number three. Invest at least five minutes each day thinking positive thoughts about your mate. Write them down and share them openly with your spouse. Call each other during the day and say, Hi, honey, I was just thinking about you and wanted you to know how much I love you and I am glad you are my best friend. Suggestion number four. 
Pay your spouse genuine compliments often, expressing positive emotions. Give little gifts to each other and receive gifts graciously. Uh, I love giving to my wife, Sherry, because she always makes me feel like that was the top of her shopping list. Uh, She doesn't ever say, what? Uh, Why did you get me this? You know I don't look good in orange. She has never said that. I will give her gifts, and uh, she makes me feel like I am the best husband in the world because I did that. Now, I will admit and confess that within 48 hours, something else shows up in its stead. She went and exchanged it. That's okay. But uh, I'm motivated to buy her more, and when she uh, wants me to have something, I am so grateful for that. Okay? Now, number five. Perform physical gestures of love and endearment daily. Sometimes just a little flick of the hair or rubbing their neck is a sign of love and affection. Uh, Don't uh, get used to uh, just ignoring or not paying attention. Those little things that you did when you were courting and dating, okay? Suggestion number six, invest time often sharing feelings with each other. Um, You know that most married couples, uh, after a few years of marriage, only spend about 17 minutes a week talking or communicating with each other. No wonder the divorce rate is so high. Don't keep score. Oh, my heavens. I see uh, couples where, uh, you know, uh, oh, well, you got to spend the weekend with your guy friends, so I get to spend a weekend with my girlfriends. Well, you spend $1,000 at the sporting goods store. I get to spend $1,000 at the mall. That would drive me crazy. Don't keep score. It's about compatibility and companionship, not competition and contention. Uh, life's too short uh, to be keeping score of uh, what the other person got or did or whatever. Suggestion number seven, allow time for each other when one or both of you come home from working. Okay, be there for them. Uh, Look for them when you come home. Let them know you are glad that they are home or that you're glad that you're home. Keep courting each other. Have regular date nights. My wife and I, uh, we have date nights on Friday night. If it gets uh, uh, preempted because of a wedding or something, we make it up. We don't go, okay, well, there's another weekend. We can't have a date. No, you make up for it, okay? Uh, Enjoy lunch together. I usually try to have lunch with my uh, wife at least two days a week. Don't stop courting and dating. Okay. Uh, Suggestion number eight. Be forgiving. Okay. Holding a grudge is one of the major deterrents for a quality marriage. The best advice I ever received when I was married by the, uh, the, the, the person giving the ceremony is don't retire at night anytime without making amends. If you do, uh, then disagreements, uh, the anger will fester and smolder. Don't retire at night without uh, being on good terms with your spouse. Uh, confess, uh, uh, say you're sorry, forgiving. I mean, was it Mark Twain that said, forgiveness is the fragrance uh, that the violet spreads upon the hill that crushed it. Don't try to justify why uh, you were offended or whatever. Just uh, be compatible, okay? Uh, Suggestion number nine, give your spouse a chance to improve him or herself. Don't try to change them. Work on changing yourself, and they will change. 
And suggestion number 10, grow together spiritually. Every good marriage has a spiritual dimension. I have uh, seen this thousands of times. Pray together. Read good books. Read the scriptures together. Worship in holy sanctuaries together. Uh, Nurture your children and each other spiritually. Well, folks, um, uh, when we tried to do all of these 10 things, money didn't get in the way. We were able to come together when we had financial setbacks, losing a home in foreclosure. And when we uh, got to the, the end of our rope, we just tied a knot and held on. And uh, we made the decision we would get through anything, and we didn't let money and finances uh, cause us to separate or or fall apart from each other. So uh, stay with me. I'll get back into the actual financial dimension. But folks, uh, I'm grateful for my my wife, and I hope that helps some of you. Um, uh, If you would like to learn more, uh, of course, when you go in and claim a free copy of my book, I have another book called Entitlement Abolition. And uh, in that book, I talk about uh, families and family retreats and, and, and uh, grandpa's camp and all of these incredible things that you can do to nurture those that you care about the most. This is Three Dimensional Wealth Radio 